This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with all the news in the V8 supercars with Peter Norton. But first, to a story we ran two weeks ago about the possible comeback of Michael Schumacher. It seems that Schumacher has a neck injury, which is going to stop him making his comeback for the Ferrari team at the European Grand Prix in Valencia. Schumacher obtained the neck injury whilst testing motorcycles. After testing a 2008 car, he realised that his neck was not going to be up to scratch. For Formula One drivers, their neck muscles are the most important muscles because they have to hold the head straight and steady throughout the high impact and g-force loadings of racing a formula one car well peter norton the v8 head north once again this time only to southeast queensland after well some <laughs> very interesting races further afield but it is the queensland 300 with a 100 kilometer race on the saturday sprint tires in action and then 200 kilometers on the sunday afternoon and uh, it should be a fairly interesting affair after Holden put themselves right back in this championship picture with wins on Saturday and Sunday of Sandown. I'm very much looking forward to the race on the weekend. Uh, as you said, uh, Holden are coming back onto form, but it is the test track for uh, a lot of the, some of the four teams, in particular Triple H, so I'd expect them to be top of their game. And, of course, we've got the, uh, the, the city tyres, uh, that uh, throw a, a few cat amongst the pigeon and and we'll see what sort of strategies people come up with. So I think it's a very open uh, race weekend and uh, we could see anyone standing on top of the podium at the end of the weekend. We're getting close to a month now since Triple Eight made the announcement that they're going to race Holdens next year and it seems like the fans are just as venomous as the day they announced it. Yes, that's right. And it's interesting to see that the PR wars in play. Uh, Ford are trying to say that Triple Eight Engineering weren't honouring the contract. Triple Eight are coming out and saying that's nonsense. Uh, we've got one of the drivers saying, uh, you know, trying to deflect some of the angst from the fans. Uh, Lowndes was saying that uh, uh, he signed the contract to stay with the team and uh, someone else decided to go to Holden, whereas his teammate, Mr Winkup, said, oh, yes, I knew it was Holden uh, and signed on fully uh, aware that that was what the destiny was going to be. Uh, so uh, all sorts of shenanigans in the background, uh, and I think this will go on for a little while. Uh, Ford fans are, by the most part, very loyal, and uh, they're pretty bitter and twisted about this one. Where is that going to leave their supercar racing? There has been a lot of talk that with the uh, with the weight of numbers so heavily favoured to Holden, and I think two thirds of the field next year Holden, one third Ford. Are we running the risk in these financial times that it will become Formula Holden? I think there is a bit of risk to that, and it really goes back uh, you know, maybe 10 years ago where there were a couple of Ford teams, uh, but the, the weapon of choice was Holden's. And if you were a strong, independent team, you just went with the numbers and you went with a, a product where you could get good support and someone else doing the development, you chose a Holden. Uh, so I think it really is up to Ford now to open up their checkbook and maybe support an additional team, maybe with a, a small level of support rather than what they're offering to others. Uh, but I think it's Ford's checkbook that can fix this imbalance. Have Ford got the money, though, to throw at motor racing? 
because for a long time now it hasn't been a case of win on Sunday, sell on Monday. Well, I think that's where Ford, disappointingly, has uh, sort of waxed and waned over the over the decades. Uh, sometimes they're really into motorsport, and then they pull right back. And whereas Holden have a, a much stronger, loyal uh, fan base, I think, because they're consistently there uh, playing in motorsport, and that translates to sales. Maybe not directly, maybe it's not Sunday to Monday, but I think uh, the motorsport program and lifelong loyalty is why Holden fans buy Commodore after Commodore after Commodore. And, OK, they're not buying them at the moment, uh, but if the economy picks up, I think the, the fans will return to their loyal manufacturer, maybe with downsized cars and environmentally friendly options, but they still love that brand. Do you think V8 supercars are doing enough in the environmental field to be able to overcome that next back, backlash of uh, the green policy in V8 engines? It's going to be an interesting one to follow over the, the coming years. The, the real push, I think, came when fuel prices got so high and everything was it was all top of mind, wasn't it? But uh, not only was fuel environmentally unfriendly, it was expensive, it was nasty. Uh, so it became very uh, topical to be pursuing other alternatives. I think that's cooled a little bit with the price of fuel coming back to something a little bit more reasonable. Uh, but I think, yeah, over time, uh, alternative fuels... Uh, will become more and more of a, a mandate uh, for all forms of motorsport. Uh, I just don't think it's a, it's a pressing thing right at the moment uh, because of what happened in the economy. Has the economy uh, troughed out, as it were, because there is a number of teams on pit lane that are finding finances very difficult to come by? Yeah, it's, it's funny how there's been a bit of a lag. People who had signed multi-year contracts uh, that sort of bridged the gap a little bit. Uh, but uh, now I think that it's shaking out. People really are starting to feel the pain that uh, sponsors haven't renewed or sponsors have fallen over themselves. And there's a bit of pressure up and down pit lane. And it would be a very tough uh, business to be in, uh, to be one of those uh, commercial development uh, uh, personnel in a race team trying to go out and find some business. In the general economy, the signs of recovery are starting to show their head. Uh, but it could take a little while before people uh, jump on the bandwagon of supporting uh, major sporting teams again. But people were prepared to head up to Townsville this year to support their inaugural motor race, which uh, really showed that the, the fans are still willing to spend their money on motor racing. You're spot on there, and I think Townsville will be a long-term success, just like Hamilton. OK, it's not the, the biggest city, it's not the most glamorous city, uh, but... It draws people in from a, a wide sort of basin uh, by doing a good job, offering a good package for the fans. And fans who are starved of the action will travel a bit to get there. Uh, I think it's a real win-win. All right. We have got uh, circuits like Queensland Raceway this weekend and the one we were just at, Sandown, that have got some problems. Where do they stack up in the future of their supercar racing? How, how are they going to future-proof themselves? Well, I think thank goodness for the new sticky tyres and the, the extra wild card that's thrown into the, the deck uh, because of that thing to spice up the sport. I think that gives a, an extended lease of life for Queensland Raceway and for Sandown. Uh, without those sorts of things, those tracks can get pretty boring and those tracks would need to come up with something special otherwise uh, to get the fans back. Um, I think long term, those tracks really do have a challenge or two, uh, but hopefully they can find something.
And what about the sport? There's been talk for years about cost cutting and reducing the amount of money it costs to go racing. Have they left their future-proofing too late? I think uh, they tried it a couple of years ago with uh, a total racing expenditure cap. And it was the wrong time because the economy was strong and there was such a a conflict of interest. Um, Yes, you'd like other people to be spending less, but you wanted to keep spending to give yourself an advantage on the track. Uh, Whereas when the economy slowed, people really were desperate to save money because that was their ongoing sustainability. And I think that there's a much clearer, stronger mandate. Uh, They'll try something a a bit smarter than doing a a salary cap kind of equivalent. And I think the, the path they're going does make sense and that is to have more and more mandated standard parts, that it's going to be you know, the, some of the things we've got at the moment, the same brakes on every car or the same computers. Uh, they can extend that to a lot of parts of the car and uh, it just narrows the areas where people can go nuts with their checkbooks. Mm-hmm. Well, Peter, it's going to be interesting times. If you put your neck on the chopping block, who's going to win the Queensland 300? I think uh, Triple H are in good form. Okay, they didn't win at Sandown, but they're still in pretty good form, and it is their test track. So that could be that slight edge that they need uh, to stay just in front of the improving Holden Racing team. Peter, always a pleasure to have you on Inside Motorsport. Look forward to catching up with you once again soon. That's my pleasure. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.